You're listening to Success Stalkers Radio, episode number four with Sarada Bonnet. Welcome to Success Stalkers Radio. I am your host, Iona Garrett. People all over the globe are rewriting the rules to success. They're making money and changing the world. Join me Monday through Friday as I interview today's top entrepreneurs, business leaders, and entertainers that will leave you inspired to take action and achieve success on purpose. Are you ready? Let's dive right in. Okay, success stalkers, let's get started. I am your host, Iona Garrett, and this is another episode of Success Stalkers Radio. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, Sarada Bonnet. Sarada, are you ready to stalk some success today? I am, Iona, I am. Good, good deal. Well, native of Dallas, Texas, author and entrepreneur Sarada Bonnet started her career in marketing 20 years ago at the ripe age of 18 when she founded her own food brokerage firm in Dallas to help pay for college. Experiencing success in the very first year, her company began handling companies such as Sarah Lee and more, covering more than 80 grocery stores. And after falling in love with Louisiana a few years later, Serata has remained a resident for the past 18 years, finding her way into the real estate industry and hosting her own real estate TV talk show called Trends. Her career in real estate has earned her many accolades and awards. And more recently, Serata has become the author of a book called Notes of Forgiveness, A Daughter's Journey and a Mother's Gift. So Serata, I've given our listeners just a little overview. So let's take a minute and let you tell us pers- about yourself personally, because we want to get to know you and then give us a brief overview of your success path. You know, I started in marketing, like you said, over 20 years ago, and I started at 18. I felt like my dad told me, he said, you know, Shook, I'd love to pay for college, but I think you're having a little bit too much fun, and I'm not going to do it. And I said, well, you know, that's fine, too. I'll I'll work and then hopefully be able to do it on my own. And I just started, and it was a, I was a natural with marketing, um, one, because I love people, and two, because I was very service-oriented. I had learned that from a very early age. And, you know, marketing is just that. It's service. And it's getting to know people and loving people for real. That's what it is. It's people want to do business with people they know. People want to do business with people that they trust. People want to do business with people that they feel are genuine. And, you know, that's what made my path so easy in marketing. Um, my mom... I was raised by a singer. She had toured with Elvis Presley and opened for him for two years. And Sammy Davis Jr., Pat Boone, you know, um, Buddy Holly played backup for my mom. And so I I came from a a very different background, if you will. Um, Fascinating. (laughs) Yeah, one that um, allowed me to write a book uh, about forgiveness and that book I'll talk a little bit about later, but, you know, what else would you like to know? 
Sure. Well, that, that's that's perfect. Well, we're going to definitely dive way into your journey a little later in the interview. But before we do, we always like to start Success Talkers Radio off with a success quote to really get that motivational ball rolling. So take it away. For me, every day we wake up with a choice. We can either work very hard or lay down and let life you know, step on us because life always wants to knock us down. To me, get back up, laugh at it, try a little harder, work a little smarter, and always be consistent, and you'll not fail. That's good. That's good. So, Sarada, Sarada, can you tell us, you know, how you've used that mantra, you know, and applied it to your journey along the way? You know, I can, um, especially with publishing the book. I was a first-time author, and um, finding someone that would, one, help me, and two, publish an unpublished author, which is why I have a, a co-author on the book, um, finding that that would help you in that journey. But once you've done that, then you have to find the right publisher that would accept your vision. Because it's funny, you talk to authors and they'll tell you, oh my gosh, um, my book's not even what I wrote. I mean, they change things, they do things. And I was just dead set. It was my story. It was my mom's story. I was dead set on the story being pure and honest and, you know, the truth. So, you know, I had to turn down a few traditional publishers and, um, you know, that was difficult. It was in, in, some, in some aspects what people would failure, I would consider it a learning experience. Gotcha. Well, you know, here here at Success Talkers Radio, we are all about the story and, you know, and your journey. And I know that you've had an amazing journey along the way. And But we want to first focus on a failure, a time in your life. And you kind of touched on it just a second ago, but a time in your life where you maybe fell just flat out on your face, you know. And we want you to take us there for just a moment and then share a lesson with us that you learned from a failure, whether it was in your, your career, in your life. You know, Iona, it's failure to me, and, and when people say failure, um, it's a learning opportunity that is either ignored or forgotten about. And I've always tried, when I've failed, to use that and walk away a better person, either personally or professionally, because that to me is not considered a failure. So when we say fail, right. I, it, it's real hard. Now, did I have? did I fall flat on my face? Of course I did. That goes right back to trying to find a publisher and, um, you know, just the proper steps to take to get to the next level. Um, you know, that, that to me is, was, was hard and what I would consider a failure at first. It took me two years. So, but not to give up and to stay consistent were huge, and that's how I was able to use that mantra um, you know, always working hard and when life gives you, you know, tries to knock you down, laugh at it and get back up and say, you know what, not me, not today. That's good. That's good because we're all, we're always going to be challenged in our life along the way, you know, on our on our path. But I always think that, you know, failure is always directly linked to success, you know, because I've, I've of course, I've had many failures, but I've learned so much from them that it's like if I hadn't had those failures, would I have really attained that success? So, right. you know, it's like you you actually fail forward, you know, and I, there's a book out there and I've read it before. I'm not sure if you heard of it, but it is so true that you can fail forward. That's exactly correct. I absolutely believe that 100 percent. 
Yeah, yeah. So, Serata, let's go forward and transition to the other end of the spectrum, which is the aha moment, that light bulb moment. You know, because just like you've had lessons that you've learned from failures, you've also had some amazing ideas that have helped you become successful. So, just tell us one, Serata, and remember, this is a story. Again, we want to take, we want you to take us there with you when you had this moment, and then tell us what steps you took to turn that aha moment into success. Well, let's see. Probably, I'll just tell you an aha moment I had the other day. I walked into a a little small store in Covington, and you know how little Covington is. And uh, the lady behind the counter said, you're the girl from the cover of uh, Sophisticated Woman. And I said, yes, I am. And thank you for, you know, for reading it. And she said, well, I just want to tell you that I cut out one of your quotes when you were being interviewed and I sent it to a lady in South Carolina that was in need of help and and her daughter was in need of letting go and being able to forgive. And my book is about forgiveness and um, I talk a lot about being able to let go and forgive and my aha moment was the moment that I let go and forgave my mom for some of the things that I experienced as a young adult. Um, so when that lady said that she sent that quote out to South Carolina, it made me realize that all of the things that I've worked so hard for for five years, putting all of my you know failures and triumphs and abilities to fail, put it down on paper and struggled to get it published, that it actually is going to help someone. And that moment was a very big light bulb and aha moment, and uh, and and I was grateful. It's a grateful moment as well. Wow, wow, Serata, that is just profound. That is awesome. I, I can't even imagine how you must have felt, you know, in that moment when she told you that. It, I tell you what, it brought tears to my eyes because, like you and Iona, and I know you, um, you love people, and I love people, and just wanting to help them and move them to the next level and you know whether that's in a personal or a professional way it just meant a lot that but it really it really happened I was like wow okay I'm so excited it's so rewarding you know it's just the best feeling that you could ever have and you know Sarada what I want to do now is just shift for just a minute because we want to shine the spotlight on you for just a moment I want you to share with our listeners what is your proudest entrepreneurial moment or your proudest moment in your career? My proudest moment in my career. Well, I don't know. You know, I, I have several businesses and um, right. the one, the one business that, you know, marketing is, is huge for me. Um, but this book has been probably the proudest moment when I actually got to hold that book in my hand and, and see it and feel it and, you know, turn the pages. That was five years of struggle that yeah. culminated at that one moment that was just, you know, that took the place of, of any award I had won walking across the stage getting something saying, you know, you're the national sales manager and number one salesperson and, you know, all of those things. That was wonderful and great. Yeah. Um, even TV show, I had a TV show for a while and, you know, filming that was great and wonderful. But that book, I tell you what, holding that because I'd never worked for anything harder in my life than that. Yeah, I can imagine. I can imagine. 
Wow. You know, someday I I have aspirations to write a book as well. So I'll definitely be seeking counsel from you in the future. Please do on that. I love helping. <laughs> Good. I know you do. That's why I'm going to call on you. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you know, Sarada, we both know, and you kind of touched on a few of these things that, you know, being an entrepreneur can be sometimes a roller coaster of emotions. And, you know, I'm mm-hmm. I'm sure you would agree with that because you can be up today and within the next 24 hours, you're down, frustrated, and, and just ready to quit, you know. So tell us, how do you keep your focus, and how do you keep the end result in mind? You know, Iona, I wake up every morning, and I pray. I sit down, and I spend five or ten minutes alone. I write down what my goals and objectives are for the day. I pray, and I get my head right. And then I walk out the door. That's awesome. And at night, I do the same thing. I come home. At night before I go to bed, I close my eyes, and I thank God for all the wonderful things that he allowed me to do. And I, you know, I ask that I'm able to make him even more proud of, of who I, you know, am and was the day before. And, you know, the clarity that that brings and the consistency that that brings, because, you know, we all know as marketing people or, you know, entrepreneurs that we have to make contact with people every day. Right. That's just that's just it. I mean, we've got to wake up. Our whole goal has to be, you know, get on the phone and call people, have, you know, face-to-faces with people, do the things that will cause, you know, that will allow that money to flow and, and your business to succeed. We all know that. But it's hard to get people to understand that it starts in the quiet of your own home. You have to wake up and focus and think about being successful and what that's going to take every day. You're so right. You are so right on. And and I I do the same. I have pretty much the same routine as you uh, in the mornings when I get up. You know, I do that. I I pray and meditate and I write my goals. And, you know, I write them again. I write my goals a lot, actually, because I write them the night before. Then I write them again the next morning because you have to keep them in front of you, you know, in order to keep, you know, to keep focused and keep that vision, you know, alive. Right. It's so important. And then, yes, and then taking that, taking what you've written and applying it practically is what makes all the difference in the world. And like with you, when we talk about you possibly wanting to write a book, I'll tell you how I did it. I woke up earlier than everybody in the morning, and I went to bed later than everybody at night. I would wake up and write for 10 minutes in the morning, Mm -hmm. and I would write for 10 minutes at night. And I didn't allow anything in that 10 minutes you know, to distract me. It was just, I'm writing. And it didn't matter what I wrote. It didn't matter if it made sense to anybody else. It made sense to me. And I wrote for 10 minutes, so that was 20 minutes a day. It took me five years to get this book out. And it's, it's, you know, so I I, I tell everybody, um, the achievement of something is desired, planned, or attempted. That's what it is. That's what definition. Success by definition is to achieve something desired, planned, or attempted. Success to me is laying my head down at night knowing I did everything I could to to be successful that day and to make the world a better place. Oh, wow. That's, so, that's good stuff, girl. That is good. I, I know our listeners are just getting some great, great nuggets and takeaways from what you're saying today, and this is just so... I'm, I'm even getting some. This is wonderful. So, Well, thank you. Yeah, so what I want to do now is... 
to ask you one one question about some new projects. What do you have going on right now? Do you have any new projects that you can share with us? You know what? I do have a new project. Um, my husband and I are actually writing a book together. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, it is. I, I can't talk exactly about what it's about because we have a contract already. Crazy, crazy. It took me five years to get that book out, but yet we've got a contract already to write a book for um, a situation that had happened that's a national story. Mm-hmm. And the family came to us and asked us if we would consider writing the book, um, which is very, you know, it's, it's, it's a great thing when you're asked by a, a family that has had a loss to come and write something about, you know, it's very um, humbling. Yes, yes. So, you know, we're, we're going to be able to do that and hopefully have that out within, you know, a year. Um, that's our timeline. That's what we're looking at. And when people ask me what, what it was or what it is that really changed my life or made uh, or really helped me business-wise, like business advice, um, I was told to find a mentor and, and to be a mentor because you can always glean and pull from someone else, but you can always share your nuggets, you know, very important. That's good. And that actually leads me into what we're about to segment into right now, because uh, having a mentor is just, is so important. I, I've had several mentors throughout my journey and I can, you know, I still have mentors and, and I'm telling you, it helps me because it helps to keep me accountable. And, you know, I have people that I can go to, you know, when I'm in a situation that they've already gotten credit, they have credits in the box so they can help me, you know, and that's what it's, it's I can't stress that enough to, to new people or people starting out in business, find a mentor, especially in the area of business or, or career that you're, that you're looking to go into is, is really important as well. But this is my favorite part of the interview, Serata, and it's called the success round. Because what I want to do is throw some questions at you, and then I want you to throw some back at me, some knockout answers. All right. Is that fair enough? Fair enough. <laughs> fair enough? Good, good, good deal. All right, so what was it that held you back from becoming an entrepreneur before you started? I don't know. I was 18 years old when I started. <laughs> I've I've never I've never allowed anything to hold me back. That's good. That's good stuff. I love that. I love it. <laughs> well, what is the best business advice you've ever received, and who gave it to you? You know, I'd like to go back to that find a mentor. However, um, you know, Zig Ziglar, who taught my parents' Sunday school class, who I used to sneak in to to listen to when I was little. Um, you know, he always had these great little nuggets that he would share and, you know, success, I, if you will, just little blurbs. And mine was always see you at the top. I always believe that if you get put your hand down and you help somebody else above you, then you're always going to be at the top, always. How amazing is that? Zig Ziglar taught your parents Sunday school? Wow, I never knew that. Yeah, he did. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. That's amazing. Wow. <laughs> I had to just take a moment and just really just kind of let that settle in. Like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> yeah, I talk about him in my book, actually. I talk about him being one of the men that, that made a, a very big um, impact on my life, which is it's really kind of funny. I was too young to really understand, but I loved his his 
method mm-hmm. of teaching. And um, so I would just go in, sneak in, and listen. Um, never actually went up and took his hand or you know right. anything. That's fascinating. That's fascinating. And I've got to get your book. I've definitely got to get your book like ASAP because I want to read it. I'm I'm excited about that. Oh, thank you. Good. And and the next question is, do you have an internet tool or online business app that you that you use currently to grow your business, Arata? You know, you're probably going to laugh a little bit, but LinkedIn, <laughs> LinkedIn and email have the best ROIs across the board. Um, LinkedIn is, you know, if you just use their basic um, LinkedIn, it's it's very inexpensive, um, and your email is very inexpensive. Um, right. And my return on investment for those two products has been uh, phenomenal across the board. Good stuff. Good stuff. Well, what two books would you recommend to our listeners? Of course, we're going to recommend your book as well. But are there any other books that you would recommend to our listeners? Yeah, and surprisingly enough, you know, of course, my first one's going to be the Bible. Um, that book, if you read it, there's so many life lessons and so many, believe it or not, marketing lessons. And we'll go into that another day, but we we won't talk about that right now. But, you know, that, of course, is the number one. And two is there's a book called The Spirit to Serve, and it's J.W. Marriott's Way. He wrote a book about how he took his company from a multi-million dollar company to a multi-billion dollar company and how that happened. And in every aspect, I don't care what business you're in, I don't care what you do, you are in the service industry. Whether you're serving, whether you're in a hotel environment or restaurant environment, that is truly a service industry, but it doesn't matter because if just your industry, my industry, we're all in the service industry. We are in a marketing position from the girl that answers the phone to the guy that writes the checks. They're all in service. And if we all get that, it's it's just how to build a greater, better business. That's it. Right. We are in the people business. You're absolutely yes, right. Yes, we are. And we That's- have to know how to you know, to to service them and just having that servant heart. And I can see why, you know, he's done so well, because when you have a servant's heart, you can't help but to flourish and your business, you know, can't help but to grow when you're that way. Yep, that's true. Yeah, definitely. Well, my next, my last and final question is, I want you to first, let's just have some fun here, Serata. I want you to imagine that you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have today. Your food and your shelter is taken care of. But all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? All right. So this is going to be shocking. I would find a church. <laughs> then, then I would start with my chamber of commerce. They have a huge resource. Okay. People don't understand what their chamber has for them mm-hmm. as far as marketing, B2B, you, you name it, they have a, an amazing resource. I would move on to professional women's organizations, um, you know, just trying to to place some roots in the community a little bit to find out what's going on. Find my mentor, find a bookstore, and also my local library and reading clubs. That's if I was trying to market my book. Um so yeah, that was that would be what I would do. That is a great answer. That is that's just awesome. I mean, you have it all laid out. 
and, and surely you'll be back. You'll be back, you know, where you were because that, that's the foundation. You know, you have. Right. That's the, definitely the foundation. Well, Sarada, hearing your journey today has been truly motivating and, and certainly inspiring. And let's before we end, I want you to give our success stalkers one parting piece of advice. And, and then we'll, you know, and then tell them the best way they can find you and then we'll say goodbye. You know, best advice, work hard, work smart, and be consistent. Those are the things that will help you move from mediocre to great. It just will. Um, my name is Sarada Bonnet. You can find me at um, com or Facebook, Sarada Bonnet, or you can email me at saradabonnet at gmail.com. Good stuff. Good stuff. Well, thank you so much, Sarada. I know our listeners, again, have gotten some really good takeaways and some nuggets from you today. And But they can also find the links to everything that we've been chatting about today also on successstalkers.com slash Sarada Bonnet. And it will all be there, all there in the show notes. So and just to let you know that. So we again, Serato, we really appreciate you for being so generous with your time and just being transparent with your journey today. Thank you. So we say thank you. Have a great day. Thank you. And for everyone out there listening, thanks for tuning in. And until our next episode, remember to keep stalking success. In today's takeaway, Serata said that failure is a learning opportunity that is either ignored or forgotten about. So success stalkers, learn to fail forward because there will always be challenges on the road to freedom. Adversity will always provide greater opportunities. But remember, failure is not your enemy. It takes adversity to achieve success. Well, that'll do it for another episode of Success Stalkers Radio. If you'd like to hear more from these inspiring entrepreneurs and entertainers, be sure to subscribe to the Success Stalkers Radio podcast on iTunes. And if you found value in this episode, give us a review, hopefully five stars. You may also visit us at successstalkers.com. Leave us a comment. We'd love to hear from you.